Oh, sheesh, y'all. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Near Mint Hockey Card Podcast, episode number nine. Super stoked for this one. I'm Elon Dubrowski. With me, Ryan Krieg. What's going on, Ryan? It's an exciting day. Yeah, I am stoked for this one. We've got like a whole new format to get into, which uh, I'll let Elon tell you about. We've got a guest coming on. It's going to be probably the coolest show in episode nine of the Near Mint Hockey Card Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, this is also going to be one, by the way, where if you're listening with your podcasting app, enjoy. We'll try our best to make it good. But if you have the ability to watch the video, this will be a good video podcast because the main theme of today's show is you know, inspired by uh, Alexis Lafreniere's Young Gun card, which looks, I don't know, uh, we'll, t- we'll get into how we think it looks. We decided we're going to do a whole show about some of our favorite and maybe l- lesser favorite Young Guns cards in terms of how they look. And so there's going to be a visual component here, which you might want to check out. But of course, we'll do our best to try to describe the cards as we go. And I'll, obviously, you like hardcore hockey card collectors, you already know what all these cards look like, because I'm not going to be talking about some rando Zach Cassian card or something. You know, we're going to be talking about the studs and if they have cool cards or not cool cards. But yeah, this is going to be a really fun show. And I guess we first have a few things just to get the ball rolling. And yeah, let's talk about Lafreniere's Young Guns that has started showing up on eBay. I guess those bought, we talked last week all about the release of 2020-21 Upper Deck. And now people are selling the cards and holy cow, these are not cheap cards. Yeah, we went through every single Young Guns in the entire deck last week. We talked a little bit about Lafreniere being a part of that. I think I guessed $150 was the price that they'd be at when this box comes out. And day one, we have people selling, sold on eBay for $400, thereabouts. It's insane. And, like, that's nuts. Like, Drysidle isn't that much for a raw card. How much is an Austin Matthews raw Young Guns? Oh, you're putting me on the spot here, but I feel like you could go get an Austin Matthews for the same price as a Lafreniere, and the kid has only stepped on the ice in a Rangers jersey in an empty arena. Uh, (laughs) So they say. So Uh, they say. Yeah, well, I'm looking at an auction right now. It's got 47 minutes to go, so remind me to check back in throughout the episode. Right now it's at 4.04, uh, with like a bunch of bids, like 41 bids. So we're going to see how high people are willing to spend on a raw Lafreniere. I wonder, are these people that are buying this card thinking it's like a long-term investment and even if they overpay now, it's worth it because it's going to be going up so much? Or do you think they're like thinking, I'm going to get this and flip it right away when he scores like his first goal? Because yeah, like you said, like there's not that many players in the league whose raw young gun, ungraded, goes for more than $400. I think like we could name them in, on our hands, right? There's probably... Yeah. Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid. Is there even anyone else? I don't know. How much is a raw Malkin? I don't think it's $400. Yeah, it's it's the elite of the elite of the elite. And as much as he is one of the most elite prospects to come, like in the near recent future, uh, he's not at their level. Um, I'm not sure exactly why people are buying it at that price. I think there's some people that just have to have the new thing. There's people that are just buying into the hype. Right. Um, but I, I do, makes sense. yeah, yeah I do expect it to go down at oh, least sure. a little bit. Uh, once, you know, like everyone has their boxes on the way we have boxes on the way we we're probably going to get one. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Um, and then there'll be like a lot of Lafreniere's out in the world comparatively, and so the price should 
go back to something sort of reasonable. Like maybe that's when it goes down to like 150, 200 territory, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, I guess it's true. You bring up a good point. Like I'm thinking of it from like a person who's a collector, but more, you know, thinking about the price and buying and selling and all of that. Maybe some people just want it because it's cool and that they don't, they're not thinking of reselling. It's just something they want to own. Kind of like the people right. buying the PS5 right now for a thousand dollars because you can't get one unless you overpay. Yeah. And it's like, it's worth it for some people because they want to have the PS5 now. By the way, I just looked on eBay. Uh, Austin Matthews, Young Guns, looks pretty good to me. $300, buy it now. That was like a quick search. I'm sure that I could <laughs> even like find it for cheaper if i actually right. did an auction but 300 and i could have it in my hand 300 good luck getting a lafreniere young guns this week for 300 unless you pick it up in a box yeah so you could probably get two matthews almost for the price of one lafreniere which is absurd but yeah who knows maybe there's people that are buying this lafreniere for their kid for christmas and like they just need to have the card so like i'm not faulting anyone for buying it for whatever reason they are but I, I can't imagine you're getting more than $400 back for years. Unless you like get it graded. And maybe these people just want to get it so that they can get it graded on, be the first ones to have a PSA yeah. 10. And then they can resell that like quickly as like when it's still a population of less than 10, maybe something like that. But who knows? Uh, either way, it's very exciting to see the price of that card. And, and do you have any other card? I'm curious to know, like there was a Bowen Byram, I think, is the, uh, the one that we were the second most excited about. Uh, well, what, what's the status there? Before we move on from Lafreniere, uh, there's also Lafreniere's like special cards, right? So he's oh, got true. the exclusives, the high gloss, the clear cut. <clears throat> and I saw uh, a bounty or basically someone who's looking for the card uh, and we'll pay this price for it. I saw one for $12,000 for a clear-cut Lafreniere Young Guns. So that's someone saying, I'm going to pay this much money if you could find this card. So we, you, we've yeah. got these boxes coming. You bought 10 or 12, I think, yeah. and I got two of them. And so that, that's another reason. We were talking last week about how maybe it's better to just keep the box sealed and resell it for maybe, you know, we got it for like around 150 each. I think it was around there. Maybe even less, right? It was like 130. And so maybe the idea was, yeah, we'll resell for more. But now, if potentially you could have a guaranteed $12,000 if you pull this great card, maybe it's worth it to just open these boxes and try to get really lucky. Yeah, I still expect the math to not come out in your favor. But I wasn't expecting the potential upside to be this crazy so early. Like, if you buy a card for $12,000 and Lafreniere you know, breaks his leg and can't play to the same level again. Like he, he's not, he doesn't have a history. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not saying people should spend $12,000 on this card, but yeah. you know, it depends to some people. $12,000 is a crap load of money. And to some people it's chump change if you, if you're a millionaire. So who knows? Uh, by the way, I just, I was curious, Bowen Byram right now, I see there's an auction going. It's got five bids and still six days left. And it's already at $34. So I have a feeling that okay. a card like that is probably also going to be going like over 50. So people are just stoked yeah. about these new young guns. Another reason to just even forgetting about getting the $12,000 pull, all of a sudden, maybe the math doesn't work out. Maybe you should just be buying these boxes and opening them pulling some young guns and trying to sell them because even if you just get a, a byram and uh i don't know yeah i think that it's interesting and byrams for 30 to 35 dollars could get you there quicker but even still like byram is the second best guy or let's just say he's the second best guy for sake of argument and you're not getting more than one of him in a box so that box is only really evening out if you get a lafreniere 
Um, it makes it better. My other worry is like that guy's got his auction up for seven days. By the end of that seven days, there are thousands of bone virums out in the world. And, you know, maybe it sells because he got early bids, but if you put up a bow and buy them two days from now, I don't, I don't know if you get $30. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see. And then obviously then it'll actually be really fun when the season starts and we could actually see how Bowen Byram and Alexis Lafreniere and all these guys are actually doing and how that affects yeah. people. Uh, Vitaly Kravtsov is another guy. I'm kind of interested right. to see how he does. And right now, so he's got a checklist with Lafreniere. So a lot of people are selling that, but the card on its own, I wonder what has it been selling for here? I, I, it's hard to buy $25. Someone got it for So, okay. 26. So, yeah. I mean, those checklist cards, I wouldn't be interested in even the one with both, both Hughes brothers on it is, is really like under $10. I think it might be $10. Um, so I wouldn't go towards those at all. I'd rather have the Kravtsov ind- individually. Right, yeah, which is just wild, because, like, how good is Kravtsov going to be? Like, right now, it's, like, more expensive than uh, Mark Stone or someone, you know, like, a real star in the league. But yeah. uh, people are stoked about the new players. So, okay, that's that. We're going to get more into that uh, over the year, right? We're going to talk about all these new, cool young guns as we learn more about them. This is just day one. Uh, there's a couple other things you wanted to bring up before we got to our main point of the show, which is to talk yeah. about some of our best and worst-looking young guns cards throughout history. Yeah, so some news in the sports card world, not necessarily hockey. Uh, it was mostly other sports. There have been fake Beckett slabs coming out. So fake graded slabs that people are selling. Uh, really high-end players. So imagine you buy like a Michael Jordan card and it costs you thousands of dollars. And then you get it and find out it's a fake Beckett slab. Um, so I guess someone has mastered making very, very good ripoffs of these slabs. And you, I mean, I don't have to tell you how lucrative that could be if you can get away with it. So this is like, it's not even like you can just look up the serial number or whatever, because they're just copying one that already exists on their database saying that they graded this Jordan as a 10 out of 10. So, uh, that's not good. It's like an identical match, right? Like, so there's a serial number, yeah. But if you just print the serial number the same, yeah, then it still comes up. Um, so is that it? Like, is the business over? Is is card grading well, no longer a trustworthy thing? It's it's tough, right? Because you can't see these cards. You're buying them on eBay, so you can't really do all of the things you would do if you had it in person. Like the technology on these slabs is. Um, indisputable really if you have them in front of you they've got these like holographic uh logos and all these features to to make sure it's a real slab but when you're buying on ebay all you have is the photo so as long as it's like almost perfect uh you're gonna pretty much get away with it they did figure out if you're if you're like thinking oh my god maybe my beckett's are fake there actually is a way to tell uh, below the card on the slab, and I noticed some some don't have this, but it's generally true. There's a little number. It starts with the letters PAT, and then there's a bunch of numbers. The real ones have a period, a really small period between the PAT and the numbers, and the fake ones don't. Uh, presumably something they just missed when they were faking it, but that's a way to like check. I don't think that it's really a big deal if you're buying like a $200 Pedersen card. That's just my thought. Like the scammers are targeting the, the cards that are 
$2,000, They're targeting other sports more because, you know, those cards are at a much higher value, even for, you know, middle end cards. Um, but if you're buying a, you know, Crosby Ovechkin card, that's three or $4,000 might be time to be a little more careful. Yeah. And by the way, you're saying this thing about looking for the space between the letters, like whoever these scammers are can easily just start fixing that yeah. problem on their side. So I wouldn't trust that. Uh, yeah. It's kind of concerning. I don't really have a good solution right now. Hopefully Beckett, it's up to Beckett now to like come up with a solution for themselves. We're like you can trust our things and this yeah. is why. And uh, I said, yeah, for people who this is your first episode, like we're talking about when you get your center card to get graded and then it, it comes back in the slab where you can now have a guarantee. Beckett has called this card a 10 out of 10. So you know that they say it's like perfect quality. And yeah, if people are able to fake that, that kind of ruins the whole thing because these graded cards go for so much more than the ver- ungraded yeah. or raw versions like we call them. So, okay. Thanks for keeping us up to speed and everyone be very careful. Ryan is telling us that we can't just trust that these expensive cars are actually graded by Beckett. Yeah, well, and you say Beckett, but I wouldn't say that PSA is, like, in the clear either. It's just, like, no one's found a fake operation going on. Well, I mean, theoretically, like, on eBay, like, you could always just, like, include a picture of of the real one that you found from another eBay auction and then make your fake one and send that to the person. Like, there's so many ways you could do a scam like that. It's, It's up to... again it's buyer beware also on ebay right like you got to check that rating if the person has a super high rating and they've you know had ten thousand great reviews then probably you could be confident they're not selling you a forgery unless of course they were fooled but at some point you just have to trust someone yeah that's the problem if they get into circulation it's kind of a tricky situation like you could buy it from a a good dealer i've got an idea Ryan. they screwed it up what's your idea we should start a company where we grade graded cards and we authenticate <laughs> that a graded card is actually true. And then we can also do stuff like look if there's a scratch on the case and we give the graded card a grade. Oh, and we'll just encase the graded card yeah, in, in another, another case. case. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, man. Quit well, your we're going to be rich. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, we also wanted to talk about how Tim Hortons, the coffee chain, why are we? They're not a sponsor of the show, by the way. So this is free promotion. Not yet. Tim Hortons has released a set of hockey cards. They have. I have a few here. Is it Upper Deck? Um, it's Upper Deck. It's it's totally a Upper Deck and Tim Hortons collab. And they're they're actually like so I I heard, you know, Tim Hortons cards and not having seen these last year really, or having seen them in the store, but not really knowing what they are. I figured they'd be kind of cheap whatever cards, like who cares? It's Tim Hortons. They probably made like cardboard junk. Um, but I was surprised. They are actually really good quality cards. Um, you buy a pack for $2 basically. I think it's a dollar if you buy a coffee as well. Um, and each pack has three cards in it, uh, two base cards and one like one hit. Uh, and they're, they're really cool. Um, I opened a few. I got this cool clear-cut McDavid. So it's actually see-through. Looks nice. If you if you are familiar with Upper Deck, they've got lots of these clear-cut cards. Um, and yeah, it, they've got like really beautiful cards and that kind of does tie into the uh, topic for the episode, which is the beautiful cards and the not-so-beautiful cards. 
Yes, and we actually have a special guest to join us here. It's my wife, Dina. She's not a hockey card collector, though she's been forced to uh, get into the hobby because, uh, because I've been talking about it all the time. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the show, Dina. You're going to help us judge some cards. Woo, thanks for having me. And uh, not only was I sucked into this hobby, I was also made to drive to Niagara Falls to collect one of said cards so that was uh, a fun trip <laughs> yeah i think i told you uh, on a previous show about how we got that mcdavid ksa 8.5 and yeah we took a road trip to go get it those fun. we had a nice day also in niagara we right did. we did it was good okay so you went together for a second i thought you just sent her all by herself <laughs> drive all the way to niagara pick up my card for me I did send my boss or I got my boss to pick up a card in Guelph for me. And I had another friend pick up. Well, it was a watch in Hamilton. I've been getting, I've been, you know, working my, ever since I've gotten into buying cards, I also want to buy a bunch of other junk off of the internet while I'm at it. But okay. Fair enough. So Elon Dina- is, sorry, I just have to say, Elon is like Varys with his little birdies. I know it's like not cool to make Game of Thrones references anymore, but like he has this like little net of birdies that <laughs> he just sets off to do his little chores. Yeah, Mathieu, one of our listeners, good friend of the show, he has a Fiala card for me that he's going to be <laughs> delivering at some point that he got for me over in Ottawa. So yeah, I'm doing my best. Okay, so Dina, here we go. How about just before we start going through some of our favorite of all time and like and least favorite of all time young guns, I have some here just to show you to give you a general sense of what like a normal hockey card is supposed to look like. So here, this is a William Nylander young guns PSA ten, of course, because I'm not <laughs> uh, I'm not cheap. Uh, so Dina, this is a hockey card. Okay, you've got the player. He's there. You see his face. You know, I don't know, it's during a game, but it's clear that he's playing hockey. Here's like a, here's a Nikolai Ehlers PSA 10 Young Guns. Take a look, he's Ooh, playing hockey. That's a good year too. Yeah, it's pretty, it's like silver on the bottom, which is always really nice. I have to ask though, like you're saying this is supposedly not Photoshop, but don't you think like the people in the picture in the background look kind of fake? On the Nylander? No, it's just they're blurry because, uh, you know, the focus is on the player. Okay. Well, so that's probably true, but she's also probably right that there is some Photoshop that goes on, but mm. it's not like the player was like in a gym and then they, they brought him into the photo with Photoshop. No, no, fair enough. Um, I was more, yeah, definitely I was talking about the background more so than, or like the, the people more so than like that he wasn't actually on the ice or anything. Right. Okay, one more to show off before we get to our list. But it's actually, I mainly just want to show off to the listeners do. My favorite player, Eric Carlson, finally got <laughs> his. Yes. I got a BGS 9.5, a true mint. It's 9.5 on all four subgrades. Uh, another beautiful card. Look at Eric. That's uh, lovely. Young, okay, so, <laughs> so is it a fake? Oh, man. So what, Have you checked? That, what was the thing that you said I have to look for at the bottom? Yeah, this is a great... You learned and now you look. So right below the card, there should be a yeah, I see bunch it. of letters and numbers. It says P-A-T. Yeah. And then there should be a very small period before There's the numbers. Space. It's yeah, there. It. We're good. We're I'm good. Safe. What about these ones? Well, PSA, it, it came out that Beckett actually had some forgeries, but PSA is, is safe. So we're okay. For now. A few, 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 few. All right. So Ryan, how do you want to get started? Do you want to show some of yours or, or should I go? Your call. Um... Let's quickly switch the, the, the scene here. I made okay. a lovely new scene for our viewers. And again, okay. if anyone wants to check us out live, we're on Twitch and we're on YouTube uh, for this visual aspect. But I've got this new setup uh, for everyone watching where Elon and I are off to the side. And then I'm going to start showing 
the cards that we are going to look at today. So why don't I start with one kind of hilarious uh, thing I wanted to show, thing I wanted to highlight. I'm ready. So here we go. So I wanted to bring to light Mark Shifley. And it's not any one particular card of Mark Shifley's. It's all of them. This guy, for whatever reason, constantly has a funny look on his face. <laughs> his mouth is open in a weird way. He's got a grimace. It's honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen. So I, I, I act as young guns and yeah. his, his mouth is pursed so close. Like, it's like yeah. me when I'm like really trying to like get a shuffleboard shot, just perfect. You're like, oh, come on, get it in there. Yeah, so I've, I've put a few examples up here. His mouth's hanging open. He's got a weird, like, side grin thing. This is just how he plays hockey. I don't think he's an ugly guy. It's just when he's on the ice, weird things are going on with his mouth. That's funny. He looks oh. a little constipated, even. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of, like, imagine you make it to the NHL, and then, like, one thing probably that you're excited about, or at least I would be, is my Young Guns card that I'm hoping that I'm going to become a superstar like Eric Carlson, and people are going to be clamoring for my Young Guns, so I want it to look good. And, yeah, the Shifley one doesn't look great. Maybe I'll throw one for uh, Dina now. Here's one where another funny face, a superstar in the league, David Pasternak. Maybe you could bring that up also on the video, uh, Ryan. So this is David Pasternak's young guy. <laughs> oh, no. Those are crazy eyes. Yeah, and Pasternak's a good-looking guy. Like, okay, so, Dina, can you describe this picture of David Pasternak? Yes. So his mouth is half open. His lower teeth are shown, not the upper ones, which make it look maniacal. And his eyes are slight... Well, they're open but they're he's concerned it looks like someone's <laughs> attacking him yeah it's like someone is coming at him and he wants to fight them like a bear or something <laughs> and like keep in mind this is okay i'm gonna show you normal pictures of him maybe not like the, the hottest guy in the league but you know it's a cool no but you're guy. right it is so strange like why did they pick this photo when i guarantee there was more I feel like there's a few photos of Pasternak. Okay, it's like someone did a test shot, and then they were like, okay, we're done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they just wanted to have lunch. Yeah, they're, we're good. They just, just, they just put like a junior designer on this card. Okay, yeah. let, let, me, let me do another one in terms of, since we're talking about funny faces here. First, actually, I'm going to start with just showing the picture. So I'm just Googling a, uh, Sebastian Ajo, <laughs> who's a better looking guy, I think, than Pasternak. Maybe Dina will, Dina's like tougher on, don't you think he's a handsome boy? Yeah, he's okay, he's okay. Okay, so this is Sebastian Ajo. And Ajo's someone who I've been looking for. I told you on like one of our first episodes, like Ajo's a guy that I want his young guns because I feel like he's going to have a big year. I think he's a star in the league and he's like selling for too low. But every time I see his young gun, I'm not impressed. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. He looks like he's like a mouth breather. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he probably is. He's playing hockey at the most elite level you possibly could. But yeah, it's, so, it's strange that they pick these. And in the chat, we're seeing an idea that like maybe they're being intentional about this to make like some interest. Um, I remember I opened like four or five different years of hockey cards and saw Andrew Hammond in them. And in every photo, he's sprawled, like, doing something crazy. And I'm like, are they going to get a regular photo of this guy one time? Maybe it's hard. All right. Okay. He looks like he is, like, in math class. And he's like, uh, I didn't know this was going to be on the exam. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's actually really perfect. By the um, way, we should, we should bring up the reason why we came up with this topic in the first place. <laughs> we're yeah, we should show here. that off. We, we were hinting at this uh, earlier on in the show. It's Lafreniere's card, which clearly the Rangers haven't played any games, so they had to improvise. And then what they decided to do was just sort of have a picture of him with some blurry rink behind him, which may or may not be photoshopped. Apparently the word is they actually did a photo shoot where they brought him to a rink. He's in a Rangers jersey with no number. So it looks like it's not an official, it's like one of those jerseys you can get for like $20 at Sport Check, instead of <laughs> having to pay the full price for a jersey. And actually Lap said in our Discord chat how it looks like a player in like a hockey video game that's not licensed by the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, and like someone was also mentioning that it looks like his gear is too small. So I'm wondering if like they didn't even have a his actual gear there and he just like was told like here's your stuff you know who he looks like if anyone has seen hereditary the girl like the creepy girl yes oh he no kinda looks that makes like it even her. worse <laughs> <laughs> okay so then what we were maybe speculating was this is like a roast podcast we're gonna talk about some cards we like also yeah oh but, yeah uh, we were speculating the discord i wonder if since the young gun lafreniere looks so terrible like relate, like you know, I, mean, I don't want to insult, but like, like compared to some cool looking cards out there, like it's not a nice, cool looking card. So we were thinking, I wonder if the Young Guns canvas might end up mm. being worth more or similar because people just want the cooler looking card. Like if you recall the Armir Yager, his upper deck rookie card is not worth as much as his Opeachy Premier back in 1990. And you were telling me that a big reason for that was that his Opeachy Premier card he's playing and the upper deck he's like just standing there uh, like getting drafted. So anyway, so I was excited to see the canvas and be like, maybe this card's gonna look a lot cooler. The Young Gun canvas might be worse because <laughs> I, it, they, it's as if they told him, like, uh, pretend like you're doing a, a slap shot. And so he's sort of like half-heartedly holding a stick up in there. He does not look like he's about to do. Like, I'm gonna show you a Chris Kreider card. Let me just jump to that super quick. Okay, Chris Kreider, Young Gun. This is a guy doing a slap shot. Oh no. Okay. He I'm looks showing cool. off all the ones. I Sorry. mean, do hockey sticks even go this high? Oh, for Lafreniere's canvas? Yeah, it looks like it's completely, like, vertically up. He's going to get a penalty. He's going to get a high-sticking penalty. That's not good. I'm putting Ryan... I'm giving Ryan a lot of work to do to, like, bring up all these photos as we talk about them. Do you have the, the Lafreniere and the Chris Kreider going back and forth? I'm looking for the Chris Kreider, but give me a hot second here. I feel like the physicality is not convincing, but he does have that tongue side thing going, which makes me feel like he is into it, but he just like didn't put enough like gusto into like the pose. <laughs> you would think that if they were doing a private photo shoot with Lafreniere just to get his card, they probably had like an hour or two or they yeah. had some time to like, just like try to take some cool photos. So I don't know this card like especially bit, yeah. The, yeah, the other one especially is going to be a card that people are going to be clamoring for. Someone just, oh yeah, Dina, I didn't even tell you. Like, okay, there's a, there's a eBay auction right now. It's got 22 minutes left at the moment. Still at $404 for this card. I didn't. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm glad you brought the Kreider up because take a look at this photo and, you know, check out what he looks like and everything. Uh, That's also, beautiful. by the way, you picked the most off-center card ever ever oh my god yeah that's um, not gonna be worth a lot <laughs> look at how much white space there is on the left versus on the right that's brutal um but it's but a yeah. cool picture doesn't Very it good. this is this is a cool that photo for sure um and oh, then we'll switch too. over to the lafreniere young guns canvas which i think you're right is way way worse 
Um, not only because his photo is so awkward, but also the design of the UD canvas this year, I'm not super into. It looks kind of cheap. Um, and then the other thing that I didn't notice right away, but I think is like a major problem is he doesn't have a nameplate on the back of his jersey as well as no number. So it looks like he's like, yeah, like he's not even on the team. <laughs> he he stole that jersey. It's not his. Right. And I don't know why. Like, he's number 13. There's no reason the Rangers can't have a number 13. So he's obviously going to be number 13. So couldn't they just get a jersey? So what do you think we should do next here? Should we do some more ugly cards? Not ugly. I, I, I want to use the right words here. But, like, funny-looking cards? Or do we want to go to some, like, hot cards that I really enjoy? I think you can use ugly. Okay, to be honest. Get, all right, here's an ugly. Oh, speaking of ugly, this isn't a Young Guns, but I had to bring this up. Can you bring up the Yager? The, uh, so I brought up the Yager Upper Deck and the Yager OPG Premier, but the funniest looking card maybe of all time is Yager's rookie card and score. <laughs> <laughs> Why like is that fr- the funniest of all time? I mean, that's the, I think the thing that, you know how people say the Yagomir Yarg and when they like want to have like a, you know, make fun of, I don't know. It's like a, it's a, it's a meme, Ryan, look it up. But like, uh, this picture is really funny. He's wearing a hat and he's got all his hair like poofed out under the hat. So it's like a front mullet, like some weird thing going on there. And then his teeth are like, I don't know. He just, he looks like a, such a goof. And this is Yager. They're the coolest people in the world. I have many questions. Um, <laughs> one is like, it almost looks like he went to a Halloween party, but like he couldn't decide what to be. So he was like, okay, hockey player, police officer, also, like, teenager, <laughs> like, you know, puberty woes. <laughs> I mean, I guess he is still 17 or 18 here. But, yeah, I mean, Yager definitely grew into his looks. He's he's looking a little awkward here. Yeah, that's a, I love that It's card. like blunder years for sure. <laughs> yeah. Here, uh, uh, another example of a card that I think is a little bit unfortunate is, like, sometimes I think they're just being mean and, like, they just, like, don't... Like, imagine if you're Warren Fogle and you're, like, excited to be in the NHL and you want to buy up a bunch of young guns. You could barely see his face. Like, he's, like, looking down. The the visor is, like, making his face, like, you know, not even... You can't even clearly see it. This Warren Fogle young guns, I think, is, like, just kind of an insult. Like, they're being mean to him. Like, they could have just waited one... Like, I do, like... One thing I like about this card is his stick is curved, so you can see he's mm. right in the middle of doing something cool, and I like yes. that. But... I feel like if it was me, I'd prefer that it could be my face. Show, like, I feel like if you just like crop out just the face part yeah. and then show it to people, no one's gonna be like, oh yeah, Warren Fogle. Like, there's no chance that anyone will know who that is without seeing his number and his name, which is better than the Lafreniere where you don't even see a number and name, but I'd probably yeah. rather my face be visible. But it is number 13, so combine the two, average yeah. out, you might get what you're looking for out of both. Yeah, maybe we could Photoshop 13 onto Lafreniere's jersey. <laughs> we, um, should we should do that. But I, I wonder if in some cases, like in Fogel, Fogel's, I'm going to call him Fogel for now, uh, just because it's funny. Like, I is wonder if he is. I, I think it's fogel isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was Fogel. I say Fogel because of the movie. Oh, um, <laughs> but, like, I wonder if he just didn't have a lot of photos taken of him when he was on the ice because, you know, it took him a little bit to get into the NHL. So... Maybe they didn't have a lot of options with him. We need now, to maybe- get a. We need to do a show with like an upper deck photographer and learn. Ooh, that would be kind of cool. I mean, I imagine they go out there and they have a list of players they want to end up with photos of. Like, uh, get it, get him on the bench. I don't know. Figure something out. Wait till the next game. 
Another okay, example. so oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I, uh, I'm getting too excited here. Yeah, I mean, like, no, it's good to be excited. But on that note, I think you mentioned it earlier. If you don't like the card, maybe what you should be doing is getting the Young Guns canvas, or at least giving that a look to see, you know, maybe that one looks better. So I have an example here where the Leon Drysidle card, which is a card that I want, is not ugly. It's not bad, but I don't really love it. It's like just kind of okay. He looks kind of bored. Uh, like it looks like they took the photo while he was warming up for the game. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, you know, when he's like mid about to score a goal or something. I don't know. What do you think? Or is he waiting to have someone pass the puck to him, but it's like definitely not happening. He's like, oh, why? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Also in the chat, it's being pointed out that someone destroyed the top left corner of this card. (laughs) So it's ugly in that way too. But let me show you the Young Guns canvas for a second. So this is, uh, he's standing. He's also just kind of standing there. No, this one is nice. He's just standing there, but it's like, it's it's epic. Like I would put this on my shelf. I'd be like, man, this guy is like in the zone. He's the anthem is probably like just ended or something. Like he's about to just go score three goals. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it definitely beats the uh, regular young guns of his. That's for sure. All right. So let's go back to, I wanted to just give another example of like one where your face isn't showing. And like, I feel like that's unfortunate. So Warren Fogel, another, okay. But you were, you made a good point. Like he's Warren Fogel. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name. That's how much of a no name he is compared to some of these players. But how about someone who was a Calder nominee last year, like a potential future star in the league, Dominic Kubalik. And you look at his young guns again, like you barely, uh, you see half of his face it's like, I don't know, the visor again is there. I feel like to me, that would be the most disappointing. I'd rather have the Pasternak if I'm the player, at least have me making a crazy face rather than this Kubalik. Where again, I'm telling you, if you were to just crop out the face part and then put like show someone it, no one in a million years will know that it's Kubalik. I feel like I can see the other player's faces better in the background yeah. than I can see his. Even though they're blurred out. I mean, yeah, it, this one is maybe a little better than the Fogel. Uh, it, it's a weird one too, because like, what's he doing in this photo? I don't like. Where's he going? Um, I hope he's not really going to sh- crash into the bench. He's pretty close. I do. I do like the background in this photo, though. Yeah. Give it some credit. It's kind of cool. All the players are there. See the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Another example is like Olafson, oh, by the no. way. Another star. Another like side face. I'm not, I'm not into the side face unless it's like Taylor Hall. He has a cool side face one, uh, which I actually didn't send to you to bring up, but. Uh, Take a look. Taylor Hall, I think, has a cool young guns. Victor Olafson and Dominic Kubalik, two rookies from last year that I think got shortchanged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Olafson like shows like a little bit of like, you know, he's like got that that grunt going on when you're taking a True. shot. So like at least there's something there. That's a good point. Do you know what you and, think of Olafson? I mean, the kind of butt tilt backward is like a little funny to me like he's potentially like i don't know re- re- releasing like a little fart into the world but he's <laughs> you know he's it's he's hard at work yeah it's, that's that how, is clear yeah i definitely would yeah. rank them fogel kubalik and then olafson for worst right. to best in terms of like the side faces the other thing i'd say about this one where you didn't see it in the other one like is his nameplate is on it 
So even though you can't see like necessarily his whole face, at least you can read his name in the photo. That's true. You learned something. You learned that his number is number 68. Very important. After Yermer. Do you guys think that this medium is good for discussing hockey cards, like the way we're going in depth? Like someone really needs all the files in front of them. Well, Ryan, if you go to good point, and if you go, if you're listening to this in the audio podcast, like I said before, and if you're like, I want to look at these things, Ryan's got it all going on the YouTube video. If you go to nearmidhockey.com slash YouTube. Great website. <laughs> it'll, uh, yeah, you'll be able to watch the, the full presentation, which Ryan is working very hard at. Well, I just like get to talk crap here and make fun of some cards as am i thanks ryan <laughs> yeah you got it um Can yeah one so more, uh, a bad one before we get to some good one. actually oh i still have a couple <laughs> i have a couple more bad ones the bad ones are so like They're just so fun. fun um i've got another interesting one about weird faces give it to me so i'm just going to show you this one and then i'm going to let you kind of just just take a look at this and you tell me what you think because I mean, to give people at home context, this is a star rookie, Jamie Drysdale from the CHL. It's a card I actually had. And when I looked at it, it was like, this is weird. Okay, I'm bringing it up right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen this card. Dina, anything stand out to you about this card of Jamie Drysdale? Oh, who is the guy behind him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like... <laughs> like not only does he have a weird face on his like there's a kid in the background that just is deadpan and like he's the only one in the stands too it's like so empty. like <laughs> it's his friend <laughs> you can't help but look at it i mean i guess they're playing in eerie so maybe there's not a ton of fans or it's warm-ups or something but i'd almost rather it was empty then not just like the one person behind him yeah it also, like, the question I thought when I saw this is, like, do these people in the stands, like, know they're going to be on these cards? Like, this guy is in print in many homes around the world looking like this. Well, I've got a better example for you, because at least this isn't, like, not too many people are going to be displaying their Jamie Drysdale CHL star rookie card. But one of the most famous cards in existence is the Connor McDavid Young Guns. And there's also someone in the background of that picture. Taking a selfie, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, this lady like has her phone. She's not even paying attention. It's like, Connor McDavid is right there. It's his rookie season. This is a momentous... You're in the front seat in Edmonton. Like, this is a great spot. And then she's like on her phone or something. And yeah, it's also very clear. And I wonder if she knows <laughs> that she's in this famous card. That's hilarious. And... I, I was going to say that, like, I don't even have to bring this card up because everyone's seen it so many times if they care at all about hockey cards. But I have four of these in my house, and I have never noticed that before. <laughs> but that is hilarious. She's, I wonder if she's taking a photo of, of him. Can we give her some credit? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Maybe she just took enough. it, and now she's, like, looking at oh, admiring. Oh, like, check out the picture yeah, I took. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I've been at hockey games where he's on the ice, and all I want to do is take his photo. <laughs> Lucky. That's fair. What a brag. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if we were talking about this, but I was at the game where he played Toronto and he just absolutely undressed Morgan Riley last year. Shame. He was just like looking off to the corner. Oh, Dean, I've seen that, videos of yeah, him. It, like, yeah, he does it's that. Like he, like, one of the, one direction it's, goes the other. It's one of the only videos that I've shown my girlfriend too, where it's like, you, you don't play hockey or like, like you like it, but like, this is the one you're going to look at and be like, 
damn, like, was the defender even playing? Yeah, Connor McDavid, he's pretty good. Can I do another funny face one now? Of course. Uh, this is an oldie, Johan Franzen, his uh, young gun. This wow, is from I heard way that back name. in the early 2000s. Wow. I sent you the photo here. He, Dina, what would you describe this face that Franzen I'm is making? I'm terrified. He looks like, jo- like he, um, you know, he looks like from that movie, Silence of the Lambs. Like they sewed up his mouth a little. It's like <laughs> right. his teeth are kind of shining in this metallic way. It's very scary. Uh, that yeah. is frightening. It is a very scary picture. And this again is like, imagine if you're Franzen, he already had a sad end to his career with all the like concussion issues. And now cherry on top is his young guns is terrifying children. This is how we're, he's remembered. I also, this is a good one to bring up where like, the pictures of the players and the people and all that isn't the only thing that can be ugly because I just find the design of this year's young guns just like tough to look at. And I understand that it's quite old, so it's kind of almost retro at this point, but like, it's hard to read even. And young guns is kind of like this weird thing up the side that like half the letters are cut off. You make a good point. Actually, if you look at, if I didn't know his last name was Franzen, I might think it says Transen because the F, part of the F is sort of blocked by his skate and you can't see that it's an F. So that is a bit of a problem. Yeah, and it looks like Vung guns. Like it's, it, <laughs> it's so like, I'm a designer by trade, so this stuff kills me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one more funny face, and then I promise we can go to not just funny faces. But anyway. Not if I have more funny faces. Oh, yeah, I hope you do. Okay, but I got to bring up Kakaniemi, which is a very popular card, especially apparently like everyone in Quebec is collecting hockey cards because those are the ones that sell for the most or any Montreal Canadiens player. <laughs> this is like, he's like 18 here, and he's already got wrinkles because they just waited for him to be scrunching up his face that he has a wrinkle forehead and his mouth is... Like, like, Dina, please, like, do this picture some justice. It's like he's trying to read something, but it's a little too far. And he's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, both of you are just aging him so well. I mean, I'm sure he's going to love it when he hears this episode. Uh, he's also, like, okay, I'm going to look, while you talk about this card, I'm going to show Dina a picture of Kakaniemi, like, normally. His name is yeah, no, Kod- he's not, he's not an unattractive guy. Uh, sorry, Yesberry, if we're ripping into you here, but yeah, it it looks like he's like making this like a mistake or something. Like this pass did just definitely didn't get on the tape. Yeah, like this. I just yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's like trying to like will it to go. Yeah, is he gonna get there? <laughs> like, oh, and not quite. You know, he's the first ever player in all four major sports to play a professional game that was born in the year 2000 or later. That's such a cool fact. Yeah, he was like, uh, yeah, he was like eighteen in one day or something. Anyways, yeah, however it worked out. Yeah, he was. He's, he's still. He's already played in the NHL for what is it? Two, three seasons now. Last year he went to the minors for a little bit, but uh, he's still a baby. He looks like a baby, but he has the thickest neck. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's awesome. Not, that's not in the card. That's just in the picture from Hockey DB <laughs> that I brought up. Wow. All right, so. Uh, Let's switch over, I guess, to some cool looking cards. I wanted to start for. Well, I have one. I think I have one more that I don't like, Uh, and I I want to love it because it's Connor McDavid, and if you know the show at all, I'm a big Oilers fan, and 
who doesn't love McDavid. And, you know, I also do like the Young Guns canvas cards because they're, they can be really beautiful. And like in Dreisaitl's case, I want it more. But the Young Guns canvas of McDavid is sideways. And many cards are sideways. And, you know, if you're going to display a card, you know, if it's ungraded, turning it sideways is no problem. But as soon as you get it graded, they only have cases for vertical cards. So now you either have to turn your card sideways and then all the grading information, like the number 9.5 is, is sideways, or you have your card sideways and the grading information is upright. It may, it's so silly. Right. As a designer, I feel like you chose the wrong hobby. <laughs> it's just like cringe after cringe. I can't. I feel like Upper Deck probably didn't give a crap about how it looks when it's in when it's graded, right? Like they probably didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean like it it wouldn't be cost effective for Beckett or PSA, but maybe they should consider this more like making cases that work for horizontal case for horizontal mm. cards, because this is brutal. Um, and like, we have definitely started this episode on the ugly cards, but there's some beautiful ones. So we'll get to those and we'll make the designer inside all of us a little happier. Uh, okay. So let's do that. I actually had a story maybe in the interim between, uh, ugly and beautiful, a, a little <laughs> interlude here. Cause we all know that Alexis Lafreniere, they made a special exception, right? This year, normally the, the rule from the NHLPA was a player needs to have at least one NHL game before they can release his young guns. Because back, like this Yager scorecard, I don't think he'd ever played a game in the NHL when they released this card. And there's like, Timu Solani's rookie right. card is 91-92 upper deck, even though he won the Calder in 92-93. So it makes no sense. But anyway, they, they you know, tightened it. Except there's actually one year where they messed this up. And in 2000, I was reading this in 2001, 2002, they jumped the gun a little bit and released a card by a guy named Jared Allen. Yeah. And his young guns was released. And then they realized they, they messed up and they weren't allowed to release it because he hadn't played a game yet. So they withdrew it. So it's actually a very rare card. The Jared Allen young guns is. So they had to go, they had to go like get all their boxes back. Well, probably it was just like they just stopped printing it for new right. ones. Okay. I, I don't think they, like, how, how would they know which one it was in? I don't know. I was thinking it was, like, when, like, the lettuce has, like, E. coli. They, like, go to the grocery stores and are like, don't sell another one. <laughs> yeah, that <would> so funny. <laughs> the well, the thing is, with hockey cards, it's probably fine because it doesn't actually cost them probably that much. Like, you probably, yeah. you know, for us, like, seeing a hockey card box unopened, thrown in the garbage, you'd, like, jump in after it, even if it's on fire. But, like, for them, it's like, who cares? We could print another one. It'll cost us, like, $2. Question, Fair enough. why is Jared holding the puck or rather the stick the other way. <laughs> it's a, uh, he's just posing. It's a nice, this is probably what they should have done with Lafreniere, right? If they couldn't do something cool, just give him a nice sort of wearing the jersey and a little tie. I don't know, it's not so bad. Like one of my favorite cards, I would say, this is more so like if, if I'd never heard of him, I wouldn't care. But the Brent Burns 0304 Young Guns wow, is amazing stud. to look at. He's a stud. He's looking, you know, it's like draft day. He's got his Minnesota Wild jersey on. Do you, do you know what Brent Burns looks like now no <laughs> definitely not oh my god <laughs> isn't that so funny to like like i'm used to seeing burns how he looks now which is like a toothless Yo, insane he went, beard he went from like jersey shore to like hipster brewing his own 
beer and like however long it's been. <laughs> yeah, well, he got a fair amount of money in those years, so maybe yeah. that had something to do with his style and look. I don't know. When but, he retires, uh, he'll probably get his teeth fixed, and for now, he probably just wants to be intimidating. Yeah, I mean, he's probably got one of the best before and after pictures in the league. I before like this photo is awesome, but. I find this card too is another example where like you can't really read it. So oh, I don't the love design. it. Yeah, like come on. Dina got so like angry saying that it's not the same person. A picture of Burns from a couple of years ago. <laughs> that he, she knocked over the microphone. Okay, they look nothing alike. I'm good with faces. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this card is so cool. It's like a relic of like a, a no, previous person. are you sure that this is the same person? This is Brent Burns. Yeah, I don't know what God. to tell you. Sorry, yeah. I'm tripping me up. No, it's true. They've even got like his like progression throughout his career. And it's like one of those like... I'll find evolution. that out. It's like, yeah, it's like an evolution thing of like the gorilla to man. Um, I guess I should say chimpanzee. Uh, <laughs> gorilla. Nice. That's not right. Another, um, uh, can I th- show, throw out a couple others of the uh, the posed ones? Like yeah. The draft. Well, I wanted to quickly touch on your one where they changed his jersey. Um, where they changed like, his what jersey? If, what do you mean? Well, well, sorry, the story you were just talking about there? Oh, Olin. Well, yeah, they took a picture of him and then he they had to take it away because he hadn't played a game yet. Right, right, okay. Um, so there's that one. I was also reading a story where the the guy got traded and they had to change his jersey on a young guns card oh and i'm like what happens if lafreniere gets traded i mean the card's out it's too late <laughs> is it is it too late well what are they gonna do i guess they could start releasing another version of it but that would be weird that there'd be two versions of the same card i just think that would be like it's never happening but imagine how long did it take between when Eric Lindros was drafted and when he was traded? Because he was drafted by the Quebec Nordiques and he never yeah. played a game for them. Well, he he didn't want to put their jersey on, so I can't imagine that Upper Deck would have gotten him to do a photo shoot. Yeah, he's actually one of these people that has his rookie card is in a junior jersey. It says it's a right. score, 90-91. Uh, it says future superstar. And this is, this is ridiculous. He didn't play. I don't think he played till 92-93. And his rookie card came in 90-91. That's trash. Yeah, because he just refused to play, right? But no, I think his card came out before he was even drafted. Oh, okay, excited. I see what you're saying. And back in the day, it counted because it was in a regular set of score, like a regular NHL set of yeah. so yeah. card. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to just mention a couple more of these like posed pictures. Normally, that's pretty boring. I think it's interesting for Alexander Georgiev just because I don't think I've ever seen a goalie card where you could actually see the goalie's face. Like, he's in rare company. Every single goalie young gun in the world, they're wearing their full gear. You have to sort of like be like, I think those look like Carey Price's eyes. And, like, yeah. somehow Georgiev got to be the only goalie where you could see his whole face because he's just sit, sit, sitting there nicely in his Rangers jersey. Yeah, go Rangers for having all the young guns that have some weird thing going on. I wonder if this was another case where, like, they didn't get a good photo of him or something, and then he was, like, over in his home country. Where is he from? Oh. That sounds Russian to me, no? <laughs> sounds Russian, yeah. I was just assuming there, so I don't want to assume. But, I don't know, he's back in, at, at home, and they, like, need a photo of him, so they bring him to the Sears down the road, which is what this background looks like, and to take his photo. 
Yeah, Bulgaria, by the way. Bulgaria. Okay, yeah. So they like they were like, oh no, we don't have a photo of you. Like, can you go to the local Sears? cameraman? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they have Sears Sears in Bulgaria, but we yeah. don't have Sears anymore. Yeah, it's gone. But um, don't you think though that he looks like they wouldn't mind if they had? I'm just saying, I guess if they had a bad photo, they wouldn't hesitate to use it, as we've seen before. So I think <laughs> it was premeditated. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And, and, like, it definitely looks like he's a bit, like, shell-shocked here because they're taking a photo of him. Like, it's not as natural. And actually, in the hockey card world, uh, typically cards that are headshots like this have less value than when they're on the ice. Um, yeah, I for obvious just, reason, it's it's so boring. Yeah, I was trying to find, like, who's the biggest superstar that has the most boring young guns. And I think I landed on Ilya Kovalchuk, who I shared with you. It's a 2001 upper deck. And it looks like that's just a posed picture of him also. And like uh, this card looks, this card that I found on eBay or like on Google Images is a PSA 10 exclusives. Oh, Young wow. Kovalchuk. So this was, I'd love to have this card. It's 26 out of 150. No, 26 out of 50. I thought yeah. it was a one. It was a slash. Yeah, so there's only 50 of these out there. I mean... It kind of looks like he's trying to seduce me. Yeah. He's a hunk. How does he look? I wonder how, if he looks a lot differently. Okay, Dina, so this is Kovalchuk, like, almost 20 years ago. That's pretty wild. And he's still in the league. Or is he? He hasn't signed anywhere yet. But he was in the league for the Washington Capitals last time we saw him. You know what makes this look seductive is that his left, or, like, two-hour left, like, his left eye is kind of, like, slightly kind of close as if he's sort of yeah he's like wooing us yeah like he's giving us the joey like how you doing yes exactly it's a handsome card yeah handsome. also how he looks now dina he... yeah good yeah he's uh he's a zaddy <laughs> now he's a zaddy yeah he definitely has shown some aging we see some gray hairs in there that weren't okay, there i mean 20 years later i think that's okay but his hairline is perfect <laughs> look at that mm. yeah so this was 2001 and another year where like the young gun style like i'm not really digging this they it kind of like if you don't know what it is it's kind of weird the young the word young is like kind of baked into the g all you really <laughs> oh, see yeah. is guns and then Atlanta is there, and it's like, this is, I don't know. Okay, yeah. What are uh, these random letters, sorry, on the r- le- on the right? That's just where it's exclusives. That's normally Yeah, that's there. A, that's another weird thing. Like, they've got all these lines between them, and it <laughs> says exclusives, but, like, it takes you some time to figure out what this card is. Do you think, okay, like your conspiracy of the pictures looking bad, do you think also the design is bad on purpose to make it kind of like flashing like a gaudy kind of way? I sure hope not. And actually, I'll bring up this year's again because I don't really like the look of the actual Young Guns series in 2020-21. I think like the year of McDavid where it's got that beautiful silver like just rectangle along the bottom and it's like shiny like it's beautiful but the Lafreniere one it just it misses the mark for me it's this like diagonal thing then there's like blue and purple kind of thing like I haven't held one in my hand so I don't know like if it's shiny or like if it looks better in person 
but I just don't love it. You're going to hold one in your hand soon, right? Isn't it arriving tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, like, if I take my boxes and open them all and get a Lafreniere, I guess I would have well, one. Well, you'll have a Young Guns. You'll have someone's Young Guns. Right, right. Yeah. And the other thing I want to point out here is that in the Young Guns class, where Alexis Lafreniere is is in it, and he is the product, and you have the E in his name has an accent and that accent doesn't fit in the box where your player name goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, who designed this? Man, Brian, I, I, uh, I don't know what to tell you. You're saying something <laughs> I wouldn't even notice, but I guess that, that's... Now you, will, you won't be able to miss that. <laughs> I, they, squeezed it. they barely squeezed in that accent grave. But it's, like, it's hitting the edge. Like, just, <laughs> like, change your young gun style to give it a little bit more room. Yeah, if he's the headliner. Right? Like, right, this is the card positive. you're designing with. Yeah. Let's, let's, get, let's, let's change the mood here. We got to end on a happy note yeah, here. Yeah, sure. the bang. Well, we got uh, some cool cards. So how about, why don't we just go back and forth showing some of our favorite cards. I want to start, because I don't want you to say the one that I would say is probably my favorite Young Guns card. And it's Jack Eichel. So you could bring that up, Ryan. What a cool card. Dude just scored a goal. He's like celebrating. He's got his mouth guard hanging out the end. Like this guy is loving the crowd in the back. All the Sabres fans just like cheering because he just scores. You see all these happy people. This is a freaking card. This is a mood. This card is a mood. I want this card. Like unfortunately a PSA 10 Eichel, I'm going to have to drop like two, three hundred dollars, but it might be worth it just to have this work of art. You could put that on the wall, right? Like, yeah. And and this is actually... Um, not the McDavid year. Actually, it's the same it year. It's a different series. It's the series too. So this is the design I was I was thinking about. Like it's just it's so simple. The silver doesn't really show up well on the screen, but it's very shiny and beautiful in person. And uh, yeah, love this one. I well, Dina just gave the okay for me to buy it, so I think I'm going. Oh through. right. Well, let's just end this podcast. You get on eBay. Let's um. <laughs> ploy all along. I actually yeah, have right? one. It's fun that you mentioned it. I have one in my watch list that ends oh, in a day. Just so happened. Oh, he just has so it happened open too. It's this a, was a this was a con. <laughs> it's currently at two hundred and fifty five Canadian, one ninety four US. I guess it's there probably shipping here. Sixteen dollars Canadian shipping. Twenty one bids. I wonder how high it's going to go. A PSA ten of Eichel is uh, not cheap, and he's about to have a huge year, Dina, because Buffalo just got Taylor Hall. So watch out. It's going to be a Watch out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so the one thing I am thinking looking at this is if they had every player right after they scored a goal, I could see how that would get kind of like, whatever. Yeah, but save it for the big names. He was second overall yeah. pick. Actually, one more that's similar to that, which is like, they didn't only do it for the second overall picks. One of, uh, maybe one of your favorites, an Edmonton Oiler currently, Alex Chiasan, or Chiasan, as it's pronounced. He also has a goal celebration, Young Guns. <laughs> which looks pretty cool. He's very happy and I'm happy for him over on the Dallas stars. Can you make, I was going to say, where is this? It's on the Dallas stars. <laughs> he looks like he's dancing a little, like he's like, you know, turning it up at the club with his boys behind him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, uh, I mean, he has that's a lot sports. of fun. Too the, much. It's it's not too much. The, like I'm glad you brought this up because it's something I wanted to talk about too. This is one of my least favorite Young Guns gears. It's a bit tough to see on this photo, but I actually might have one here. Um, but the O oh, and the Young Guns. Yeah, I have a <laughs> I have a Philip Forsberg here. Does it look like uh, a poop? It's no, it's it's 
it's like this weird target. Like there's an X through it and like the orange. I don't know. I just, it sucks. It looks like a swirl of little poop. Yeah, it, it's not good. So, anyways. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Elon's into it. Well, we can't agree on everything here. Yeah, that's what... I mean, oh, looks... no, it does look like a target. Sorry, I didn't see... It was that quality, the first picture. Yeah, I'm showing her now. It yeah. looks like a nautical... Like a... Um, you know, like a... Like a steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. You I don't, don't like know. it, eh? Ryan doesn't like fun. <laughs> you probably also don't like how the S at the end has that straight line through it, right? No, not at all. <laughs> Something Do you, different. how about the fact that it's like, oh, sh- like bedazzled, like on some of the letters? Do you hate that too? <laughs> he's speechless. Oh, wait, maybe he's <laughs> Oh, muted. sorry, I was muted. Yeah, I do, I do, I do kind of hate that also, to be honest. And I brought up, uh, I brought up another one that you had here, which was uh, Jacob Truba. Oh, oh it's too okay. big. Well, okay, but who cares about, I get what you're saying about the Young Guns words, but that Truba card looks cool, right? That was another one I wanted to bring up. Look at Truba. He's like fighting for the puck. You got this like Oilers guy. Do you know who this is? 27 uh, on the Oilers that are like, he's also looking at the puck, but you know he's not going to get it because he's on like one 27. knee. 27. Is that Lucic? No, because this is an older card, right? Truba was a young gun. This is like a 14, 15 or something. But anyway, Lucic was on Boston at that time. Right. Medina, what do you think? This is a cool looking card of Truba, right? It is, but like if I'm true. Truba, like I don't want this other dude in my frame. It's like he's like trying to get him out of the frame oh, no. so that he can have it for himself. And that guy's like, I'm not going anywhere. He's a crap. But uh, I do like, um, like the card is good though. You think that he, you like it better if the guy is like by himself and there's no one else. In yeah. The frame. I don't. Know, I think it's kind of fun to see someone else like that you've defeated. Like, this guy's on his knees. Like, Truba just, like, deked him out, and he's, like, on a knee trying to get back into the play. But it's like, you're not going to make it because Jacob's already got his hand back. He's ready to zoom forward and go to the net. Yeah, I think the photo of this is actually pretty cool. That Oilers player, I don't know if I'm going to be able to name him. I could tell you who the candidates are, okay? So I just brought it up on Hockey Reference. From 2017 to 2019, it was Lucic. But this is Truba's rookie is... I don't, I don't think I actually brought it up. Truba Young Guns is 2013-14. So actually, I guess I have the answer here then by just uh, doing the math. So 13, that means it's, it's either going... Yeah, so it's Boyd Gordon, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He doesn't really look like himself there, but I believe you. Oh, it's totally him. I see it. <laughs> yeah, that crazy hair. Yeah, well, there's a reason why Boyd Gordon didn't have a very successful career. It's because he couldn't get by Truba on this play. So what else do you want to look at here? All right, I got some more. I got some more faves. I love Patrick Laine's Young Guns. And it's like, this is like, it's simple, right? It's just, he's there. He's uh, doing his thing. He's going forward. He's got the stick up in the air, about to make a play. What I like about it is he's got this cool white mouth guard. So it really distinguishes this card from all the others that I have. Like, that's the only one I could think of. It's kind of like when Eichel had the one hanging out. I just feel like it just looks cool. Like, it's like a... It's nothing fancy, but I think just Line A is like in his element right here, and I love the mouth guard really making him look special. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's a cool one. The mouth guard, it like for me is a bit weird because like it's almost like it's teeth, but yeah, it's too white. <laughs> but that's him. I wish it was like blue or some other crazy color. That's a mock neck. Laps it yeah. and he's got his mock neck. Like he's got a turtleneck shirt. Kind of, is that what he's saying? Yeah, he's got like a little um, 
I think it might be some people have those shirts that have uh, a little padding in them. It's kind of like a neck guard built into it. Or he's just one of the guys that likes to play in a turtleneck for some reason, like I know uh, Volcanic used to. Winnipeg um, is a cold place. So. It is, but I can't imagine the arena is that cold. So I think, and I don't, I also want to show that I don't like, I'm not necessarily against people making like expressive faces. Like we made fun of Pasternak who is like, looks like he's going crazy going after the puck. But I think in a similar vein, but I think it works for Riley Smith. If you look at his young guns, he's also making a crazy face shooting the puck, but I'm, I'm for it. Like I'm liking it. He's like, he's like got all the passion in the world shooting this puck. And what team is Riley Smith on when he had his young guns? Florida? Uh, same as Alex Chase on. No way. No, Dallas, yeah. Really? Yeah, man. Did you bring it up? A little bit of hockey history here. I totally forgot that Riley Smith was a Dallas boy. Yeah, I guess back in the day. I could give you his stats even. Do you know what do you think? Do you think this is like a nice picture or do you think this falls more into the Pasternak realm? I like it better than Pasternak. Uh, I wish the quality was a little better so that I can like analyze his micro expression more. <laughs> but I like that he doesn't look crazy. He just looks <laughs> like, yeah, doing yeah. it. By the way, Ryan, you were way off. Uh, before Riley Smith went to Florida, he, went, he was on Boston, if you recall, for a little bit. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, he started um, in Dallas, played 30... Oh, no, 40 games there, and he had nine points. So, yeah, huh. he took a long time for his career to really take off. It was that first year in Vegas when he just like came out of nowhere, just like all those players on Vegas that year. Um, you seem to have a knack for choosing off-centered cards to show off. Um, <laughs> but also, I'll bring up another thing with this Young Guns card, where like this year, for some reason, they had those white lines on the left and right, and like not only does it like really show how bad they are at printing their cards and cutting them straight. Like why did the photo just not hit the edge? Yeah. I don't see why not, especially if it's just going to show off how crappy they are. Like that's yeah. the thing I was telling Dina, like if I got, so Dina, apparently this card would get a really low grade because it's not centered correctly. Cause a, a card should be like, you know, this, the white should be the same on both sides. And it's like, if I pulled this card, I feel like I should be allowed to send it back and just be like, Hey, you messed up my card. Like, give me a good version. It's like, if I buy a PS5 and it doesn't look right, I'm going to send it back, right? It's weird. Like, they you can't cut. actually do that? No, you can't. Like, I don't know. It's, people just get a grade of, like, they had bad centering. It's like, like, I understand, like, yeah, punish me because I nicked a corner or I scratched it or whatever. But, like, it came out of the printer this way. I had no choice. Like, I took the risk. I bought the box. I opened the pack just to get a car that you messed up printing and now it hurt, hurts my value? I hate it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they're, they weren't thinking about this originally. And on most cards, the centering is kind of a finicky thing and you don't notice it. Yeah, um, this set. I have a Tyson this, Barry in this uh, photo yeah. set. Yeah. And it's so apparent. Like, even if I didn't know what centering was, like, I didn't know there was grading... And I didn't understand what, like, that it mattered, it was centered. I'd look at this and be like, this seems like a mistake. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you might as well bring up the Tyson Barry, which I also included from the same set. I think this looks like a nicely centered Barry. So finally one that they got right. But uh, I like this card a lot also. Yeah. It looks like he's coming right at me. It's like, move out of the way. Barry's going to run you over. Yeah, it's like almost jumping out of the picture at you. That's a good That card. is cool. I like that. 
a new Edmonton Oilers. So you'll, yeah, I have a I have a couple of those as well. A couple that are not centered. Oh, bummer. But <laughs> sad. <laughs> sad story. Sad. Right, did, you, did you have any others or uh... um, the rest of the ones I have are in my hand? So Ooh, why us. don't you give us a couple more out of your list? And then we'll okay, end then with we'll us. end with the cool uh, ones in your yeah. hand. Fine. So you could brag about your wealth. Uh, okay, no. I love uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Another goal oh. celebration card. Yeah, I want this one, actually, because he's one of my favorites. The Pittsburgh Penguin dude is just lying on the ice behind him, defeated. (laughs) And uh, I don't, like, this isn't my favorite Young Guns year, but it's cool. It's like he's in a battlefield, and he just, like, demolished the other team. Mm -hmm. This is great. He's playing Ghost. This is like in Ghost of Tsushima when after you kill the guy, you have the option to like take your sword and like just like put it into him and like finish <laughs> the guy on the ground. He's like just picked it up and like, the guy's just like, Ugh! and it's like, too bad. Also, yeah. Right. I have to disagree that like those goal celebrations are, are going to get old. I feel like so far every celebration is pretty unique vibe. But imagine you're pretty into it. I yeah. am. Yeah. I would want set of just the celebrations. <laughs> That would be a cool insert, actually. Maybe they should do that. Just, like, great sellies and give all the cool celebrations that guys are doing. Did you now, see that gif of a celebration of a guy trying to do the Ovechkin where you, like, jump into the boards, except that it was, like, in Europe, and then he, like, smashed into the boards, and then the glass broke, and then he fell over the edge? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, just take a photo of that and put it on the card. <laughs> That's a really funny gif. That would be great. Yeah. And mid glass shattering. I feel like we haven't done a good job of giving goalies their due aside from Georgiev. So I really do like the Jake Allen one. I sent you a picture of his exclusive also just to be extra fancy. His exclusive. But the fun thing about the Jake Allen one is that the puck is coming at him. I can't tell if it's going to go by and go in the net or is it going to hit his <laughs> So it's kind of like you could really just stare at this card and like it's like it's fun to look at because I'm really trying to figure out if he's going to stop this puck or not. Yeah, and this one looks like it's mostly centered. Um, <laughs> 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 I, I think that this is probably going in the net. Yeah, but, but his pad is right out there, right? Yeah, Doesn't you could just like... like- Mind. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking, I mean, you know, you're thinking of the glove. I'm thinking of the pad, like the foot pad. Maybe it's going to run into that. Oh, uh, no, I thought he was going to catch it. Yeah, maybe he'll catch So he has two, he he has two outs here. I wish there, there's, also, there's also a stick. If you look on the left, there's a stick coming in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, is that someone that's going to bat the puck in? Who knows? So it's exciting, right? This is like a fun card. It's like, tell us a whole story. Yeah. You go put it up in an art gallery, and then you just stare at it for hours trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Andrew Hammond earlier, and, like, that guy doesn't get talked about anymore, but all his cards were interesting to look at. He's just sprawling. Like, it looks like he's Dominic Hasek out there. It's, like, a great card just to look at. It was, they were just base cards, but I was like, that's cool. Hey, that should be the goal, right? Yeah. Interest. I wanted it to be a little less zoomed in. Like, Hmm. I didn't see the puck right away, but I guess I'm not, like, a trained hockey viewer, so probably everyone else would. Yeah, my eye, like, went right to the puck, except that might just be because, yeah, used to... Well, you're the target audience, so it's totally good. Well, I play Chell, so, you know, I'm always searching (laughs) for the puck. It's very (laughs) triggering. I don't like this name. Chell? Sorry. Yes, it aggravates me somehow. I think Uh-oh. that's pretty much it for my list. Yeah, sorry. I didn't make up the name Chell, by the way. I know. That's what it's called in the game. It. I know, but it's... 
Okay. Maybe I'm ending on like a low note. I do like Frank Vetrano's Young Guns. It's just like, I like when the person's like taking a shot and like the stick looks a little curved and unlike the other one, the Olafsson where it was off to the side, like the Vetrano, it's like straight up, he's hmm. shooting it. I, I don't know, I wanna know what's gonna happen. Okay, I've got two to end, one bad one, one good one. Okay. What do you want first? Bad. bad. Uh, let's do bad. Bad, okay, so here it is. This is Capo Caco, who is great. This is from the Allure set, but I don't know. You, you guys tell me what you think of this. All right, let me just really zoom in here. Can you hold it up a little bit higher? Trying not to get glare on I it. I know, it looks shiny, like there's but... like, it's cut in a weird shape all over the place. I don't really yeah, get... is there like flames that he's jumping through? Like what is that? Um... Yeah, it's got this like funny holographic thing. I don't know. It seems like a typical like insert card. Well, so it's a rookie card and it is kind of an insert, but like to me, the reason I wanted to show this one is there's all these cards that are colored and they're colored regardless of what the team is. So like this set has an orange insert or there's green ones and it just like clashes terribly with the Rangers colors. So like, why would it like, this is one that like you have to find. It's like a, like this is out of 199 but I, I want it to be like blue. Like, so like, I guess if you're getting a Philly player, this is great, but. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Orange and red. That's not a good combo. Yeah. Anyways. I think it uh, looks okay. I don't know. What do I know? I don't design our apartment. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, some people like that stuff, so that's fine. And uh, I, I'm going to end this on a Tim Hortons card. Oh. One, one that I got of uh, one of my favorite players. And uh, it's see-through. <gasps> Very nice. cool. It's got those new Edmonton Oilers jerseys from last year, the dark blue ones. So this for the people the... listening, yeah, on audio, it's like Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid clear-cut phenoms. Uh, and it says that in French and English from the Tim Hortons set. And uh, yeah, it's got the uh, clear-cut see-throughness. It's got this blue border. Um, yeah, it's just so well designed and honestly, like, it just shows you how good the Tim Hortons cards can be. So how much is that card worth actually? It's only worth like $4. Like this is a cheap and really cool card. Um, so nice. It almost looks like, um, 3d somehow, like the way yeah. that it's designed, it looks like it has like depth to it. <laughs> yeah. He's like coming off the card into, into my living room. Yes. You wish. Yeah. Kind of like I, that. I uh... do wish. <laughs> yes. By the way, uh, that Lafreniere Young Guns that I brought up, that was at 404. It sold mm-hmm. for 404. No, there were no more bids. 404. So they stopped right there. Error, 404. Yeah. You spent too much on your <laughs> Lafreniere Young Guns. Wow. That was a nerdy joke, but I love it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think that brings us to the end of the show. This has been a blast. I'm not sure how great this was for the people only listening on audio. If you liked it, tweet at us at Near Hockey. Let us know if you didn't like it. Still tweet at us, but also check out the video. Again, so we've been showing off all these cards, nearmidhockey.com slash YouTube. We link to it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you so you can get in touch on Twitter, in our Discord channel. The Keeping Carlson Discord channel has a hockey cards room that is lit. We've got some really cool people there. Laugh is always... Uh, telling us lots of cool stories. Laugh. Did I say laugh? I think I said laugh because I'm thinking of Lafreniere, but <laughs> anyway, we're having fun. 
So all the links are in the show notes of how to get in touch. And we'd love to hear from you. And let us know what you want us to talk about next because we're still trying to be creative and put up some fun shows before the season starts. And then we'll probably just get into how card values are fluctuating like as we go through the year, which I'm so interested to finally see. It feels like it's been forever since we started collecting. We're still waiting for some hockey, but it might be January 1st. Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and a special thank you to Dina for jumping on the show and sharing your perspective on these both hilarious <laughs> and ugly and some beautiful cards and players. Thanks so much for having me. It's so, so fun. It's like the one thing that I can contribute to a hockey conversation, like the aesthetics of things. And uh, yeah, I'll be cheering you guys on from the sidelines. You'll be yes. cheering on my Eichel auction that I'm about to bid on. Which I get, yeah, which you manipulated me into basically encouraging you to. So <laughs> there you go. Hey, since we have Dina here, Ryan not only as a, uh, is a hockey card expert, but he's also a fantasy hockey expert. He's in tier two of the cupful, crushed it last year. Uh, Ryan, don't you think that someone whose career... Like Dina's job is an epidemiologist, which means yeah. she's all day stats. She's got Excel going. She's like running charts and all this stuff, visualizations. Don't you think she would just be amazing at fantasy hockey? You don't have to care about hockey. It's all about the data, right? And she's an expert yeah. on data. Yeah, you know, maybe. But maybe she'd be even better at buying and selling hockey cards. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> well, I've already spent too much on hockey cards. We can't have two of us buying hockey cards. Ooh, I did buy one thing I can mention. I bought a stock. My, my first time buying a stock in a long time. Uh, one time I bought a Netflix, a few shares of Netflix, and then it went down a little bit, and then I sold it. And this was when it was less than $100. So I was too wimpy. And now, if I would have just held on, you know, now it's worth like a... A lot more. So that was a mistake. I'm too wimpy. I'm a, I'm a well simple guy, right? You put it in, just let them take care of it. But I decided, no, I'm going to buy a stock. And I bought uh, CLTC, which is the parent company of PSA. I yeah. figured, uh, I feel like this hockey card industry is, is doing well. Everyone's sending their cards to PSA to get graded. They can't even, they have to keep delaying how long it takes because they get so many cards sent to them. So I would imagine they're, you know, raising money. They're going to try to expand their business and hopefully they won't be taken down by some counterfeits because that would be a shame. And I guess that would, I wonder if that's going to cause my uh, stock to plummet now, actually, if this news is coming out that Beckett has had these counterfeits. But uh I don't know. I thought maybe I, it'll be good for PSA though. And yeah, I, I have a couple shares of uh, CLCT as well. Oh, got so them CT a while ago. Mistake. Got in at fifty-one dollars. Oh, I'm a loser. I got in at sixty-seven. Ah, well, I only thought about it last week. <laughs> Ryan is like so ahead of you in all <laughs> these different realms. He has like four McDavid young guns. I only have one. Ugh. All right, <laughs> Goodwill, you're definitely not ahead. <laughs> All right, well... On that positive note. On that note, Ryan's great. I suck. But we'll still come back with another episode next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. We love you, Elon. And uh, yeah, bye, everyone. Go get those Lafreniere's. Oh, yeah. By next week, we might be talking about some of the packs that we opened. Mm Mm-hmm.
we're bad at ending the show. This is like my brother and his uh, family, like his in-laws. Whenever we have a get together with them, the, the, the goodbyes take like a half hour. Like everyone's like, bye. And like mm. everyone says goodbye to everyone. Then it's like, oh, so where are you going next? And it's a whole thing. And it's like, can I just leave? And that's probably what the listeners are thinking right now. Like, can this podcast just end? Cause I'm cooking. I can't take my phone out of my pocket to just, you know, switch to the next podcast. So they're just like, this guy just stopped talking because I'm tired of this. They're not even talking about hockey cards anymore. I don't care about his brother. Maybe we should just find a funny way to end it every week where we're just like, we just cut it off. Yeah, outtakes. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'll be editing this show, so I can't just like cut it off earlier. Yeah. You don't have to hear this. Yeah. Okay, so if you heard this, that means I was lazy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.